that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where are the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! We are. It's a day. This is true. It's a, it's a Tuesday. It's a windy day. Um, so we're already, it is a windy day. So we're already, uh, we're already a step ahead of where we were last week when we recorded a day behind. Was that last week we recorded a day behind or was that two weeks ago? No, that was last uh, week. That was last week. No show the week before. Right. No show the week before. Um, it was in fact in- windy. Instagram crashed. I don't, well, it's just going to be crashed then. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. Oh, well. Um, but here we are doing this show. Yeah, we are. This, uh, this episode that we're calling, uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 529, the one we're calling, and the award goes to. Appropriate. Yes. Into the Spider-Verse. That's, that's, that's <laughs> where the award goes. Black kind Panther. Of a humongous shock, I have to say. Well, because, well, all right. So let's, let's, so we're going to talk about the Oscars tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about Captain Marvel. Marvel? Marvel. Marvel. Uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, both Captain Marvels, Ma- actually. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Rotten you Tomatoes. Cut that out. You better cut that out, what you just did, because Zach Levy is going to come and get you. No, he's not. He'll be on my side. And uh, and then we're going to go into the rest of Toy Fair and this big-ass Joker statue. Oh, this Joker statue. Yeah. I've the one using... currently being used as a coffee table? It, it was Well, uh, it was a coffee table. We did our homework on it the other day. Um, oh. I, I had some pizza on it last night, Bigger than my which, nephew. Was, which was great. And it, for, if I push my office chair back just far enough, mm-hmm. I could put my feet on it. Oh, and so I, it's an ottoman. I, yeah. I feel like I'm ultra reclined, like at a fancy movie theater. It makes sense. So dude, this box is stupid big. You know that, right? You know, the next <laughs> one is bigger. Right? This box is four feet tall. You know that, right? That box is not four feet tall. All right. It's like two and a half feet tall. However, the next one. Could be four feet tall. That one's staying on the deck. Actually, <laughs> it should be four feet tall. Yeah, that one's staying on the deck. I think it's staying on the deck. I mean, it's <laughs> got to come up there at some point. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. So the Oscars happened. 
Apparently. Um, I'm going to be completely and totally honest. I don't know where you guys stand with this. I didn't even turn them on. Oh, I went to bed. Oh, I did. Yeah, no, I didn't even turn them on. I figured everything I needed to know, I could learn from Twitter and the next morning. Someone's going to be outraged about something. And, yeah. Uh, that's how you find out. Right. Someone was going to be upset. Someone was going to make a shocking speech. Someone was going to be dressed ridiculously. Definitely the third one. Right. Uh, Spider-Verse was probably going to be nominated, but maybe not win. And Black Panther wasn't going to win Best Picture, but we knew it was going to win a bunch of other stuff. That kind of sums yeah, up more, the Oscars. Yeah, right? more or less. Yeah, right? I mean, that sums it up. So Enter the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Picture, which is a shock because... It beat Incredibles too. Right, because Pixar always wins. It's Pixar's Pixar. Um, so generally speaking, I'm a huge Pixar fan. I seldom have an issue with Pixar winning. I loved Incredibles too. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. I saw it twice. I probably uh -huh. will watch it another dozen times in my lifetime. Uh huh. That all being said, mm -hmm. Into the Spider-Verse absolutely 100% should have won, and I'm glad that it did. Hmm. You know who the real winner was? Who? Disney. Well, yes. <laughs> but but here let but let's let's not gloss over <laughs> Spider-Verse though. Pixar, as great as it is, right? Mm -hmm. Pixar is the king of its format. Yes. Its storytelling type, its visual elements. It is the king of that, right? Mm -hmm. Not a lot changes from film to film. There's there's great writing that goes into it. The stories are all unique, all of those mm -hmm. things. But the visual element of Pixar is Pixar. You could pick Pixar out of a lineup, always, and guess Pixar. Yes. And that's great. That's a testament to them. Mm -hmm. But Into the Spider-Verse was, it was visually new and refreshing. And it took some chances. And it was unique in that way. And I'm glad to see it recognized. I don't, di I don't disagree with you. I was just shocked. And Pixar ended up winning anyway. They won for the short, for Bao. Right. And, and Bao, and honestly, Bao should have won. Bao was a... It was an adorable. Uh, I mean, short. I saw the rest of those shorts, and I was like, "Wow!" So there really was no doubt that Bao should have won that. Yeah, but in, oh yeah, that was a good one. But okay. in honest, in uh, in all honesty, though, a lot of times the shorts in front of the Pixar films are better than the. Pixar I love films those themselves. shorts. Those paper short films. paper planes, which was in front of Moana. Okay. No, Moana was the volcano one. What was yeah. Paper Planes in front of? Was it Paper 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 Man? Was that the, it? Was the guy that writes the love letter on the paper airplane, and he throw and he chases it, and he he gets was, inundated with the paper planes? Yes, was that, that was Paper in, Man. Was what, that in front of? Um, what was that in front of? Do the one know? where it's all the emotions inside that girl. Oh, maybe Inside Out. Is it Inside Out? I think it was Inside Out. Was that the one it was in front of? I think, it might have been. But, but either way, I mean, the shorts are always very good. Um, and so I'm, I'm, you know, I have no problem with Bao winning. Bao was cute and adorable. And I think Bao should have won. And I'm glad that it did win. It came out so. with Wreck It Ralph, by the way. Oh, it came out with Wreck It Ralph. Oh, the first Wreck It Ralph. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph. When did Wreck It Ralph 2 come out? Uh, was that 2019? No, no, the new one. Now? Was that 2019? So is that next year's nomination? Yes. For Pixar? Okay. Oh, wait a minute. No, or was it nominated this year? No, I think it came out in January of this year. 
So I don't know if that. Makes Are you the... sure? Because I seem to recall it being in the Academy Awards for some reason. It, no, it was it released might... November twenty first. Oh, okay. So it, it oh, would have been. So there you go. Okay. Was it even nominated then? Oh, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, I'm telling so you what the Google's look, telling look me. Look at Nick's master list. So, so Spider Verse won. So kudos to Spider Verse. Good for them. I have not seen it surprisingly. How have you not seen your? I'm like on all of planet Earth. You you are a bigger Spider-Man fan than me, and I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I just one of those things just wasn't on my just, my just to-do list. I haven't seen the new Daredevil or Punisher seasons yet either. Right? Well, and I know, I know, I know, but I, I love the <laughs> well, characters. Well, you'll have time. I'll, exactly. The, I'll see it eventually. Well, the good news for you is that they uh, they pushed up the VOD release date for Into the Spider-Verse to uh, I believe today. <laughs> see, I, I wait till till everything's on sale on iTunes, and then I. <laughs> I go nuts. I'm actually gonna buy that one on uh, on Blu-ray. Like I, I want to own that one. I I try to only <laughs> buy Blu-rays or DVDs when it's like independent filmmakers, right? Selling their stuff. Like when I go to the horror con to see uh, Lloyd Kaufman, right? I have no problem dropping a hundred bucks on Blu-rays or DVDs for someone like that, right? Uh, for something where you know a major Sony release film or whatever, I can I can wait. But you know what my problem is? I don't trust iTunes anymore. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, that, I don't, yeah, I don't trust them to arbitrarily decide that they no longer want to carry it, and then you no longer have access to it. And with Disney launching its own streaming service, I don't trust Disney or Either. anybody else to suddenly decide that they don't want to make it available outside of their own service. Well, now <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. One, you you have to understand that number one, that's not iTunes that did that. That's I know. the content provider. I, I get that. Two, um, recently, uh, I had to go through this recently, one of the services shut down. I think it was Ultraviolet okay. shut okay. down. And all the movies that you – I think it's Ultraviolet. All the movies that you had on Ultraviolet, uh, you had to get them from another service or you had to link your Ultraviolet account to another service in right. order to continue to get access to those movies. Okay, I get that. So that but. was a little jarring and a little frightening because at the time I didn't have any of the services that were uh, that you needed to have. So I actually had to download and set up a Voodoo account, right, in order to get access to movies that I'm supposed to have digital access to because that's what I paid for. Right, but but. But with the ultraviolet, you were getting those cards when you were getting them in Blu-ray, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little... I get what you're saying. It sucks. But I see that as a little bit different. Because that's almost like... Uh, Two for one. An add-on, right? As opposed to iTunes. And, and Amazon is the same way, right? And PlayStation is the same way. When you buy a movie from those sites, it, you know, the, the it doesn't say lease this movie. It says buy. It says buy. Right. So the thought that you can buy it and then arbitrarily have it pulled, I have a problem with that. See, but and at the same token of that, I also know for a fact that there are Comixology issues that I own on Comixology. Right. But are not for sale right now on Comixology. Right. So it's also working at the same point where they something got pulled, but I'm still able to have the comic books online. Because you already so purchased I don't them. know what the case is for all iTunes shows or movies right. or whatever. Um, 
do a little homework on that one. Yeah. I have to do a little homework, rather. So. Well, the good thing about Comixology, at least, is that Comixology is now owned by Amazon, so you're safe. Eh, good thing? Well, I mean, as far as I don't think your content is going anywhere anytime soon. That I'll agree with. <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's move unless uh well let's move past Spider Verse let's go to Black Panther, Black Panther did not win Best Picture. But it did win three awards. There was a lot of outrage about the Black Panther, and it wasn't that it didn't win Best Picture. All of the outrage that I saw was surrounded about the speeches and the announcement when it won the awards that it won. Because a lot of the speeches gave credit to Marvel mm -hmm. for giving us this film, gave credit to Marvel for giving us um, this strong African-American superhero and all of that type of stuff. And there was all of these people online, including listeners to this show, whom I happen to love very dearly. And so what I might say... <laughs> Might upset you, and uh -oh. that's okay. We can Brace still yourselves. be friends. Right, no, well. no, but so all these people were saying it wasn't Marvel that gave us this character. You need to credit Kirby and um, whoever, who, who, whoever the other creators behind the character, Stan Lee and blah blah blah. And I agree with them to a certain degree, and that those are the actual creators. But mm -hmm. for the sake of an award show. For the sake of a, a a speech, I think crediting Marvel, I, I don't necessarily take issue with them crediting Marvel and not mentioning individual creators. I think they gotta they gotta hustle I, with those speeches. Like there's, I, you can't be nitpicking those sort of deals. It's not like they have tons of time. You know, and and in all honesty, like in all honesty. And this has sort of been proven, and you might disagree with this. Mm. Not you, but the, the okay. royal you <laughs> might disagree with this. But this has sort of been a thing that has gone to court with a lot of creators. You know, those creators ultimately created those characters, but they created them for Marvel, under the yeah. Marvel banner, under a Marvel contract. And so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, whomever created whomever created any of your favorite Marvel characters from that era, mm -hmm. take Spider-Man, take Ditko, right? And whoever, Stanley, whoever created those characters, if Marvel had ultimately said, you know what? No. I like the character that you created, but I'm not going to publish it because I'm Marvel and I have ultimate say. At the end of the day, Marvel still needs credit for giving those creators um. A paycheck? Uh, not a paycheck, but giving those creators an outlet mm -hmm. to create those characters and then take the chance on publishing those characters and developing those characters and allowing those characters to continue to exist. Go ahead, Big Cat. I think it's the wrong view. I think the Marvel they're thinking is Marvel Studios. Okay, but okay. Even still, even still, I think you need to give credit to Marvel Studios for taking that character... No, developing yeah, I that agree. character what and putting I'm it on is, the screen. I don't think that they were I don't think they were, you know, sort of defaming the creators of the character. I think they were giving the studio right. credit for allowing them to I mean, let's be honest. We when we all heard Black Panther was coming out, we all thought the same thing. Right. This is going to be the one. Right. This, this is going to be the one that doesn't make it. This is going to be the one. And every single time we have said that, 
from Thor <laughs> all the way on down. Right. Um, it's it's just been wrong. And the point is, is that this is yet another obscure-ish character. I mean, really is obscure. Um character that they have taken and that they have made a mountain out of a molehill of a character. Right. And I mean that in a positive way. And I just think that the fact that, you know, people are quibbling about who got gets credit and so on and so forth. I mean, at this point, you know, no one comes out and thanks Bob Kane every time Batman does something. You know, no one comes out and uh, you, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, anything you could, you could, and, you could do a million examples. And I mean, not only that, but, but where does, where does it stop? So do you, do you only give credit to the original creator? How about the dozens of writers who have written that character through the years? The and, letters, the right, anchors. And, and given, and given that, like, so for example, you want to credit, you want to credit the original creators of Spider-Man only mm -hmm. when you credit Spider-Man, Right. But if you want to be honest, how do you not give credit to guys like Eric Larson, Todd McFarlane, who took those characters and really elevated them to the next level? Just the fact that this is the conversation instead of just stepping back and realizing, holy shit, a right. great comic book movie won at the Oscars. Won at the Oscars, right. Something that if you would have said that 10 years ago, people would have laughed at you. But So that's the point. It's like, I, I understand that you're passionate about these creators, but... You need to look at the bigger picture. Take, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, folks. <laughs> you know, and uh, but I, you know, uh, congratulations to Black Panther. I think it was well deserved, um, and and we'll see what happens next. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens next, um, which is Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes, it is. So Captain Marvel is coming out in less than three weeks. Its early box office numbers is projected to be the biggest MCU opening. A lot. Um, yeah, it is projected to outsell Aquaman, which is, you know, the big, big number this year so mm -hmm. far. Um, and this is pre-ticket sales. It's, it's breaking all of those predictions with pre-ticket sales alone. So that doesn't include day of day after opening weekend, et cetera. Um, but of course, you know, we can't have anything nice <sighs> and we're, we're not going to spend an exorbitant amount of time on this, but the people who are nasty and angry on the internet have been review bombing it on Rotten Tomatoes. Asshats. Um, and it's not even real reviews. Rotten Tomatoes has this feature where you could click on a button that says whether or not you're interested in seeing a movie before it comes out. And somehow that should gauge information to us. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, they allowed people to write reviews or comments about a movie before it came out. I don't know why they felt the need to do this, Rotten Tomatoes. I've never agreed with the need to do that. But finally, after years and years of this being problematic, um, Rotten Tomatoes has pulled that feature from the website. It's no longer a thing that you can do. And kudos to them. To me, it's not enough, but it's a good it's a start. start. It's a good start in the right... It's a good step in the right direction. Um, there's all of these people railing against... Um, against Captain Marvel. I saw one internet clip floating around today of a, um, of a black gentleman calling out Captain Marvel for being this sort of like kowtow what? to social justice and political correctness mm -hmm. and saying how Marvel is only putting out this movie three months before Endgame because they know that it's going to fail, but everybody's going to go see it because oh, it's the oh, lead okay. into Endgame. Oh. 
So they're yep. smarter than Disney. That's right. interesting. And the, ir- and the irony of this is this is, a, uh, this is a, a, a black gentleman who's saying all of this after Black Panther was it a year ago there were people saying this about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I bet his opinion at the time was not what it is now. Possibly. So anyway, all of that aside, let's turn the negative into a positive. Zachary Levi. He's awesome. Who seems like a good guy. He's my hero. Right? Who has done his time in the Marvel Universe. Um, in one film, I think, <laughs> right? Or two? Did he last two films before what he got he? wiped I don't out? Remember now. He was in Thor. He was in Thor the Dark World. I don't think that he made it to Ragnarok. I forget. But he was one of the... He replaced... Was, was he recast for Ragnarok? No. He was in it for two seconds. He died, I think, didn't he? He, he was did. One, he did. He was one of the brothers. He was one of the three. He was yeah. Fandral. So he, was, he was the Errol Flynn one. He was the Errol the Flynn one, the, one. The sword that looked like Errol Flynn. Right. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was definitely killed in in uh, Infinity War. Oh, not sorry, in Ragnarok. So but that, that was okay. that Zach Levi. It wasn't Zach Levi. I don't know. I'm looking it up right now because I, I know. I, I believe the person who played that character in the first movie was not Zach Levi. I think Zach Levi replaced him for the second movie. And I don't know if he made it to the third movie. Um, I do not know. But um, but either way, Zach Levi, who is playing Shazam, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he, he put out a little video yes, today um, kind of shutting down people who are trying to detract from Brie Larson. Should I play the clip? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Play right. the clip. All right, hold on. Here we go. Nick all prepared and whatnot. Sorry. There are people out there uh, making a lot of like really uh, inflammatory, uh, defamatory, um, uh, um, and and but and completely fictitious uh, uh, like reviews and posts of Brie Larson's Captain Marvel and some like trying to pit Shazam against it and. You know, saying they're going to support us and not them because of things that they are, by the way, making up. Things that they're saying they saw some screening and this, that, or the other is in the movie. Um, that I just found this out last night. And I, for anyone out there who thinks you're doing me a favor or you're doing Shazam a favor or you're doing Warner Brothers or what, you're not. You, this is not helping anyone or anything. Uh, there is no competition. <laughs> Just because Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel way back in the day doesn't mean that somehow Brie or Marvel's Captain Marvel are pitted against us. We're Sure, we're both movies and we're both going to be out in theaters at similar times. And the irony of, of that timing is, is really interesting for sure. But there is no conspiracy, guys. You need anyone out there who's holding on to some bone like they need to t- pick a side and pick a fight is sorely mistaken, and uh, I really hope that you'll just chill on that. Don't don't go and engage in that type of behavior anymore. If you want to be passionate about either movie, rock and roll. If you want to be passionate about both both movies, rock and roll. Um, uh, but but going this is really low blow type of stuff. To to be going and lying first of all is just you know, the bottom of the barrel to me, but to be lying in an attempt to discredit or defame somebody, I think is just really sad. There you go. So there you go. So, I mean, and he's right. 
And I'm, you know what? I'm glad. I'm proud of him that he did that. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and you know, he's, he's always been pretty, he's pretty cool. He seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. I think he has sort of spoken out on these types of things before. So I don't know much about him at all. Um, you know, I mean, I started following his career with Chuck. Okay. Um, I don't know if that was his first. Big, I know it was his first big, big thing. I don't know if what he had before that, but I loved him on Chuck. Um, and he's done a couple things since then, and I, I've I've always liked him. I think he's a good actor. I think he's a funny dude. Um, even when he launched his company, he had that company, uh, Nerd Gear, Nerd Crunch. Chuck, I don't know. He had some like like nerd based clothing apparel accessory okay. company. Um. Even then, he was cool. I think I had the opportunity to talk to him once when I was uh, when I was doing the show with Eric over at Sirius at one point. So, I mean, he's just a nice dude. And I'm glad that he came out and said this. I'm glad that he's putting people in their place. I think more people should put those people in their place. I think it's fantastic what he said. And uh, Greg, more people did. You know, kudos. Oh, OG. Yeah. Um, Zach Le uh, Levy. Uh -huh. Levy played um fandrel in the second and third okay. thor movie all right so there you go josh dallas played fandrel in the first in the thor first movie. so there you go mm -hmm. so there you go. zag levy he's he's you know he's he's multi-comic he's a nice guy he's a nice guy he's a swell young man so yeah so kudos to zach levy i'm super excited for captain marvel um it is a few short weeks away i'm gonna try to go see it i don't know if i'll get to see it opening weekend but i certainly will try my darndest to go see it. I might see it on a Tuesday night myself. There you go. Um, before moving into Toy Fair, yes. just one last thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, and, and if you guys have anything else, you can bring it up as well. But Umbrella Academy started this past week. Right? Started yeah, at the didn't, end of didn't last get a week. chance to see it yet. Um, I heard it was phenomenal. I've watched the, the first episode so far. Um, and I started the second episode. And I'm loving it. I, I, I dig it. Uh, and I will say the... I think within the span of one week, yeah. we had six graphic novels at Gotham Comics in Caldwell, New Jersey. Uh, sold out of them right away. Nice. Had I had even had a few friends I just text me asking if I can like hold one or two on the side for him yeah. for, for till Saturday, and they were all gone. Yeah. So oh, um, oh yeah, we've been talking about this book for a long, for a long time. time. Oh, deservingly so. It's a great book. Um, and 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 I was really impressed with the first episode, the soundtrack. To the show I hear is amazing. The soundtrack in the first episode. Any show that could somehow work in They Might Be Giants into their soundtrack automatically wins bonus points. Does it that. have like a My <laughs> Chemical Romance vibe to it? The soundtrack? Yeah. No. Oh. No, it's... it's No, it's... um As crazy as it sounds, as far as like vibe, and as far as like how the songs emote what's going on on the screen mm -hmm. it's got a guardians of the galaxy vibe to it no really yeah like, that's what i've heard like they've they've picked really very specific some weird songs and some unique songs but it it's somehow so from they might be giants they picked istanbul <laughs> right and it's an action sequence that's going on while that's playing mm -hmm. and istanbul has got a good kind of tone to it and it's a little upbeat and you're listening to that and you're like no this doesn't make sense but yet this completely makes sense, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I, I love the first episode. I'll probably watch at least another one or two this week. I definitely do want to watch it. Just um, and I'm also going to try to watch at least one or two episodes of Doom Patrol this week. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving Umbrella Academy. So. Cool. All right. Before we take our first break, we have a couple minutes, I think, that we can kind of kick around. Why don't we jump into some Toy Fair stuff?
Well, I, I got this con review to do. Oh, yeah. Go, go, go for it. So this past weekend uh, on Sunday, I attended Comic-Con Aloha uh-huh. in Honolulu. Was it beautiful and wonderful? Well, uh -oh. it was um, it was a little small, but then I was thinking about it and I was thinking that it kind of makes sense because, you know, unless you're on the island, you got to ship all that stuff there. Yeah, that, that's got to be hard to do. <laughs> Deal, Dealer wise, that's yeah. got to be tough. Um, they had a variety of guests. Um, Evangeline Lilly did not make the convention. Uh, she was at Pier 1. She was, She might have been at Pier 1. But I was very disappointed <laughs> because that was one of the reasons I was going was to get my wasp toy signed and to have a few minutes with Evangeline Lilly for this program. Yeah. Uh, but that did not work out. They had some other guests, though. So they had Manu Bennett. Oh, nice. Yep, they had a couple of Power Rangers. Had I known that, I would have sent you a Deathstroke something. Daniel Logan. Oh, cool. Uh, You've met Daniel Logan well. before, though, haven't you? Oh, yeah, a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, I actually hung out with him at the last celebration. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that was fine. And um, a late addition was the kid from uh, that we were just talking about, Shazam, the kid from the Shazam movie. Oh, sweet. Very Billy, cool. The Billy Batson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Young Billy he Batson. He was there. Yeah, and I heard uh, I heard he was great as well. Uh, our, I checked in with our friend Kevin Eastman, who was one of the featured guests, who oh, told cool. me, we're a long way from New Jersey, aren't we? And yes. I said, yes, yes, sir, we are. Yes, we are. Which is surprising that he remembered that, but right. he did. Well, you've um, interviewed, we've interviewed Kevin a few times, as recently as well, only yeah. two or three years ago, so... But yeah, but I think that one was the most memorable. Perhaps that wasn't that was like a year and a half ago, wasn't it? Maybe the well, point whenever is, is it was, that that yeah. one was like was supposed to be all these people, and it was just us and one other <laughs> and like yeah. one other person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty amazing. He's, so he's I checked in I with him. Um, they had they did have you know like Neil Adams was there and oh, Jim nice. Starlin and you know like all the guys who created the Infinity Gauntlet, right. Uh, the Infinity War book, rather, all that, all those guys were there, um, and a handful of other guys as well. But um, you know, as far as buying stuff and so on and so forth, I didn't, I didn't go too crazy uh, with getting anything because I have celebration coming up, and I, sure, I plan to get a lot, uh, not a lot, but you know, there's a number of things I would like to acquire. Enough, there. yeah. <clears throat> However, OG, uh, in the spirit of you, uh -huh. uh, I do. I did get some art that I want to share with you because I was pretty, pretty thrilled by the things that I saw. So um, I'm going to do my best to show these to you. Okay. Now, this first one, I'm sorry that I don't have. Um, it says Jeprox on it. J-E-P-R-O-X. Um, somebody might be able to find um, his stuff there but he had a pair of prints that i bought is that an akira you... print what's that is that an akira print yes you will see it you well is it og you'll see instantly in a moment what it is oh that's actually kind of cool. cool i i i approve of that yes so it's a batman akira mashup batman walking towards you know the uh sort of bat bat cycle a la the second movie the dark knight what was the artist's like name Jeprox? Jeprox. It says Jeprox on the bottom. I don't know if that's the printer or who. I don't have a card for this guy, or if I do, I don't know where it is right at this moment. Um, oh, so that I was... found him. Oh, art, you found it. Art, art of, of 
Art of J E P R O X on Instagram. Yes. Art of yes. Jeprox. And here comes the here comes the uh, uh, here comes what I feel is the companion piece. Prepare yourself. Oh, nice. Now, when I, I now you know, OG, the moment I saw both of these images, right, I was hooked. Did you ask so him to sign? Uh, did you ask him to sign it? But it's all garbage. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> He's actually. He actually. I feel really bad. Because I, I I assumed, this is always my assumption with artists is when when they're gonna sign a print they'll sign it small in sort of the lower corner in the white yeah you know because if you want to get it framed I always feel like that's the appropriate place to sign it right and before I could say anything and it was just him and I there was not a crowd there by yeah. any means but before he before I could say anything. He had scrawled his signature over like the middle of the print. And I was like, what? And, and he looks at me, he goes, oh, was I not supposed to sign that? And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to get it framed. And he's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then he he, he goes, do you want me to sign them at all? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I'll sign the back. I'm like, yeah, perfectly fine. Sign the back. Hmm. OK, I don't often defend you, Big Kev. <laughs> You no, know. heavens, heavens, we could probably count it on three fingers the times you've defended me. But I feel as an artist selling prints mm -hmm. at a convention, first of all, you should never assume that someone wants the print signed because not everybody wants them signed. Okay. And secondly, you should never assume you know where to sign it without asking them. Oh, we lost Big Kev again. Because I I'll be honest with you, if I was buying an art print, Okay. And I, I was spending any amount of money on an art print. $5, $10, $20, $50, whatever I'm spent because I've spent money on art prints before. And someone scrawled right in the middle of the print. Mm. I'd probably be a little agitated by that because that yeah. detracts from the image. I'm buying the print because I like the image. Correct. See, I kind of like, I don't mind having the signature on there or even the date, to be honest, because for me, that kind of like just brings back the memory. I don't mind there. I don't mind there being a signature or a date either. If it's not obtrusive. Oh, you want it kind of like simple, like down in the corner, up in the I, corner, I agree with or yeah, even yeah. So here. Or let's, even let's in, take or, another or example. Even in, even in an empty space, like you could see, I have a lot of prints in here, and they're they're signed by the artists that have worked on them. Yeah. But what Kev is saying is, this guy signed it across the center of the print. Yeah. Right across the middle of the print. Yeah. yeah. And big. You know, and normally I'm thinking, you know, it's usually when they're signed, it's in the white area right. that surrounds it, if there is one. And it's usually unobtrusive to the image. Right. And even, you know, and, and even more so in some of the in some of the finer ones that you get, if you're lucky, they'll do what's called remarking, where they do a little sketch right. down there as well. Uh, here's one I want to share with you, OG. Oh, that's Please. awesome. Yeah. Now this guy Oswald. Uh, I don't remember his name either. He does he does stuff for Disney. I it was Oswald, of course. Right. Um, my my only Disney um, wheelhouse. Right. Uh, so I'll pick that one up as well. I'll share that with you. Okay. Here comes some creme de la cremes. All right. So this is just really quickly. Um, it's hand over the hero. If you um, Instagram at the Tonus, T-H-E-T-O-N-U-S, or you can go to handoverthehero.com, and you will see. Now, again, OG and I always look for very interesting artists who have a different and unique take uh, rather than just the run-of-the-mill 
you know, flavor of the month, which, by the way, is Deadpool right now. Right, of course. Everybody has 10 Deadpool prints. Okay, OG, feast your eyes on uh, something different. Oh, that's cool. Who's that artist? This is the guy that I just told you. Oh, okay. Right. Hand, hand over the hero. Hand over so the do hero. you see it's like a, a pair of hands just sort of handing the Joker over? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's almost kind of like it's a Joker puppet. That's just different. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Oh, but wait. <laughs> and you'll love this one then. Oh, that's nice too. Oh, so that's his that's his shtick. His shtick is handing over the hero. I get it. That works. And of course. Ah, that's funny. Right. So uh, Rocketeer, Admiral Akbar, and the Joker. Right. It's all in my wheelhouse. And now lastly, I wanted to save this one for last because this one was great. It's uh, Maydak, M-A-Y-D-A-K. Okay. Uh, let's see. You can go to Instagram, I think, is M-M-A-Y-D-A-K. Okay. Uh, or you can go to Maydak.com, M-A-Y-D-A-K.com. Uh-huh. And again, this one might be a little hard for you to see, OG. And Nick, can you kind of... Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Another different one. I like the I like the type. Yeah. I like the scale of the print too. And uh, of course, he had the admiral. Nice. Right. Looks like asparagus. It's a good <laughs> shot. And then, and, and you know, OG, I've been I've been threatening. Uh, to expand my focus, and uh, th this piece kind of uh, did it for me with this character. Oh no, Momo Nadon, mm -hmm. or as he's originally called, Hammerhead. Hammerhead, because <laughs> clever, clever Kenner boys did yeah. that to him. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, it was a great show. Definitely check out those um, those artists. Yeah, because, for sure. Um, they were the most unique guys in the room. That's awesome. You know. There was a lot of, you know, the usual um, sort of Asian-inspired and the um, I can draw Deadpool, too. Right. Uh, you know, kind of run-of-the-mill kind of folks. Deadpool and is the new rocket group. And then there was a guys. So, anyway, it was Comic-Con Aloha in Honolulu. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. Huzzah. Good stuff. Very cool. All right. Well, um, take a break? yeah, I think... Then with that, then we will take a break and we'll come back with, you know, Toy 20, Fair. 25 Fair. minutes on Toy Fair. Woo. So with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 529. Right. Uh, what do we end up calling it in the end? And the, the award, award goes, goes to. to. Oh, and the award goes to. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. 
Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Hey, this is Mez, founder of Mezco Toys, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And we are back. Yeah, we are. Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 529, the one we're calling... And the award goes to... But before we move into our Toy Fair coverage, mm-hmm. we had a lovely word from our sponsors over at BuildR2D2. BuildR2D2.com. You can pop yes. over there. Um, you can give them a call if you want to get in on uh, on ordering this. That is still an option. Do we have that phone number up by any chance? We sure do. And if you just give me an extra second to scroll down to where it's <laughs> in the prep sheet. I, I, we I sure have that, do, No, 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 I no. That would be 877-544-6779. So, yeah. Get in on the Build R2D2. We actually had a fan Did reach we? out to me on the Instagram. On the Grams. Um, who is traveling this week somewhere overseas. Okay. I forget where exactly. And he found a bunch of the Build R2D2 pieces um, the magazines at a magazine stand and sent me a photos of it. Oh, no kidding. So I thought that. So there you, you know, go. OG, they're released fortnightly in uh, yes in, in the overseas in the in the in the upside down. Um, so wait, no, you're in the upside down. They're in the slightly over. <laughs> over on is, that, is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The slightly anywhere over. anywhere Matt Booker is, that's the upside down. Yeah, no, anywhere Matt Booker is is. Is you know slightly vegetarian. That's entirely different. Yeah, that's it. Green and leafy. That's it. All right. So with that, let's move forward with our toys and toy fair coverage. Um, I know you guys want to talk about Boss Fight Studios, Hasbro, and then this Joker piece. So why don't we make those our three focuses for this week? Well, well, yeah. I mean, as as is the custom. I mean, I guess the real, I guess what you would call the real news that came out of Hasbro. Uh huh. I guess. Is number one, they had no episode nine stuff. No shocker there. No one is surprised. Um, but they're doing. They they are yet again. And you know, I wrote a I wrote a post about this. Um, I don't know where. I'll have to find it and then put it back on our page, or I'll write a fresh version of it on the thing. Where, so for years we have attended these <laughs> Hasbro press events, and we were not uh, we were not included in that this year. So Nick was not able to go. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty upset about it, but this isn't about that. This is about, um, this is actually about the fact that for years it's been fairly simply laid out when they were most successful, um, in my opinion and the opinion of most people, uh, with star Wars is when Hasbro was making three and three quarter figures, several waves a year with different characters and increasing the articulation as the science dictated they were able to do it. Those are the most incredible years to be a Star Wars collector, in my opinion. And ever since then, at least for the last, let's call it, at least the last half dozen to uh, to, to 10 years, they have been just screwing the pooch, trying to experiment their way into something else instead of focusing right. on what they do best. Now, it's arguable that the only thing that has come out of that, in my opinion, is the six-inch line, which I don't collect. Um, I don't know a lot of people who do collect it, but I know that they're out there, and they're exquisite figures. There's no doubt about that. 
However, what I'm going to talk about is the fact that this year's experiment is they're doing retro Star Wars figures. Right. Oh, gee. I mean, the Star Wars figures from when you were in college in 77. But I don't need those. Those, <laughs> those figures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know, literally I the original molds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Why? <laughs> and, what, and what are they going to do? Are they going to reproduce the entirety of the original uh, line? And, you know, so far, the most exciting thing about that line seems to be that they finally put a Tarkin in. But you can't even buy Tarkin separately. He comes with a reissued version of the old Death Star board game. Remember of course, that? Of course he does. And so he's an add-in to that, so you can't even buy him separately. Right. Um, but, you know, it's it's all the characters that you expect right out of the gate. And it's the original molds, more or less, it would seem, on, on get this, on, on original-style cards but that have been made to look distressed. So it's, it is really, I'm profoundly underwhelmed by all of this. I mean, I cannot believe that this is the direction. I wish I had been there because then at least I could have sighed loudly and yeah. And then, and then been thrown out. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's, that was toy biz. Um, it, you know, I, I wish that I could have been there to express my complete and utter disbelief that they've made this decision. And two, to ask somebody why, why the hell don't they learn their own lessons, which is do what collectors want, which I now understand to be the three and three quarter line with articulation, the vintage collection, which is the most articulation and all that jazz and the six inch line and continue to do those things and continue to do things that support those lines like the sail barge right and and other big ticket vehicle if you have to do a big ticket vehicle via haslab then do it this one worked and we all thought it wasn't going to work remember og i was the only one of the three of us who thought that was going to work and it did the point is uh besides that they really had nothing nothing really new or interesting to show at Star Wars. And Marvel did have a lot of new and interesting stuff, but it's kind of sort of carrying forward what they've been doing with Marvel for the last several years successfully, sure. which is six-inch lines several a year, because they've always been six-inch with, with a very brief period of three and three-quarter, um, which I think there's some three and three-quarter that's still happening. But let's be honest, Legends is still their bread and butter. Um, and with the exception of uh, uh, those three and three quarter lines, they have been successful with legends since the beginning. Right. And it just continues to be an amazing line. They continue to do amazing characters and that's not going to change. So as long as they continue to do that and follow the formula that works that, you don't, you know, they're not branching out into all sorts of crazy experiments and things. That's not what's happening there. I mean, not that they haven't done it. They have. But they learn their lesson quick and stop doing that nonsense and focus on the thing that makes them great. Yeah, that's that's insanity. And that is pretty much Hasbro. What was next? Boss Fight Studios. Let me tell you about the little engine that could, my friend. We've been following them for years. Years since before their first piece came out. Right. Um, these are these are guys who are all former, some of them former Hasbro guys, for you know, they they all have history and uh, you may recall we talked on the show about their first line was um, like 
uh, Spartans and Gorgons, right. kind of, you know, and now they've moved into fantasy figures, which are phenomenal. OG, you really should check those out if you haven't. And um, uh, and they have other lines that are coming up now. Nick, you said you were really impressed by their zombie figures. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, three and three quarters. They had uh, several of them, but they were different than like your the traditional like Walking Dead kind of zombies. They were right. just kind of like ordinary people in their life. You know, but they were a zombie. Like there was like a boxer zombie. They had right. this kind of like, uh, for lack of a better term, like a uh, one that looked like it just went through like a, some kind of nuclear factory, just like pure green. Which I was trying to see. Like I was trying to. I actually wanted to take that one home terribly. Um, <laughs> and a bunch more that they're rolling out. And again, three three quarters. They looked great. Uh, and the guy was very apologetic. He goes, "Don't you know these are not the final ones? Don't be harsh on them. They're going to look a lot better." I'm like, "They they look fantastic already." Um, and I mean, if they were for sale right there, I would have had no problem just putting my money down and taking as many home as possible. They, they so also had can... the Bucky O'Hare figure, right? And they looked fantastic. Oh, that series, yeah. yeah. And the Sam and Max. Sam and Max looked really good yep. as well. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I was really impressed. And, and kind of like the way you said, like, the little engine that could sort of deal. Yeah. That sums them up. Like, they had trouble, like, getting their booths set up. They were so apologetic when I was just still in awe with the uh, the quality of their stuff. Right. And it, looked, and it looked great. You know, my only point of confusion here is that there is another company called Zombie Lab that is doing Zombie 3 and 3 quarter. And I, I just wonder if somehow... These are a combination of both of those uh, both of those companies. Now I don't see anything. I'm looking at the package of the boxer one that you took, and well, I don't see anything on there that indicates that this is any kind of crossover the, or any kind of shared sort of production. But I thought I recall at one point zomb- hearing that Zombie that was Lab happen. back in 2017 had a series of zombie-related figures that were sculpted by Boss Fight Studios. However, okay. this new zombie set of zombie se- figures is part of the Vitruvian Hacks series of figures, which is Boss okay. Fight Studios, which means right. that, so the Vitruvian Hacks, um, which is the Gorgons and all that stuff and the Spartans. And, and the fantasies. Right. They're all interchangeable. Okay. Similar to like the Glio systems and, and stuff right. like that. So the Vitruvian Hacks, I think is also Glios compatible, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so... It looks like these zombie figures are part of their Vitruvian hacks line, which leads me to believe that this is different than Zombie Lab. Yeah, I, I yeah, I would agree with you. Now, Zombie Lab is still out there, and they do have a new series of figures that is coming. So I'm wondering if they were sculpted by, you know, if they were sculpted by Boss Fight. I don't know. It's it's probably something worth more looking into now. Um, right than now we should probably move on. Um, Nick got some excellent shots over at the NECA booth. I have to say a couple of pieces there were really su- surprising slash not really surprising. Uh, and I think the most surprising of which was the they live alien. Um, that was it. No, that was Mezco. That was Mezco. That's Mezco. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a one twelve. Oh wow! Well, I stand corrected. No, the the thing that the things. Look, I love NECA. I'm a fan of Randy and the entire team over there. The thing that got my my goat, mm-hmm. as it were, are those TMNT Target two packs. TMNT and the Gremlins. Yeah, 
figures look fantastic. They have one picture that I posted, which you can go check out on our Facebook page. That's right. Uh, when they had them all set up in the movie theater. Yes. It had a diorama, and it was fantastic. I would have loved to have bought it just like in one giant diorama like that. It just looked fantastic. So those TMNT figures I know are Target exclusives, and they started dropping this week. So I've already been to Target once this week looking for them to see if I can get my hands on them. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, TMNT is still in my wheelhouse. Mine too. Um, so, yeah, I hope to pick and up And they those. had a great Pennywise where he's in the sewer and it looks like the, the water's going by and everything with the red balloon. Fantastic. NECA's been yeah, doing that more was a great and more. Uh, NECA's been doing more and more diorama pieces too, which I really, really like. I really, really like that one. That, again, that's one of those things where I'm like, I would put my money down for that. Did um Don't, did, don't they have um, OG? This might be up your alley, as a matter of fact. Nick, didn't I see that they are releasing some sort of like street backdrop um, piece, like a diorama backing kind of thing? It kind of looks like the one that they did for their Ninja Turtles setup a couple years ago. They had a few different setups, but it was I wasn't able to talk to anybody. I didn't have an appointment over there, but right. they, it looked like they had backings for some figures where so like they had some horror guys that look like kind of cartoonish right right uh, i'm drawing a blank on the name of that one um i think it's called toonie horrors actually okay uh but they had other which you, the backdrops are for those figures but they had other ones where it looked like they custom made them for the uh for the show right so it's a little hard to tell exactly which one was which for the most got part got it yeah yeah i mean we um we've been in I mean, Big Kevin and I have had the fortunate, uh, the good fortune of visiting the NECA studios here in lovely New Jersey, and we've seen their workshop where they make their magic. You gotta take me there. I have not. Been. And uh, they're not far from here. They're about twenty minutes from here. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Four Horsemen are also only about twenty minutes from here. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, oh, um, shout out to Corn Boy who survived heart surgery. Yeah, I know. Not only did he survive heart surgery, but uh, he survived. He survived walking around the halls of a hospital in a hospital gown. And to that, I say kudos, because that takes a lot. Yay! I've are seen sure Corn Boy have on some kind of pant. I, you know what? I know Corn Boy. He says "fuck you" to pants. I don't know if he actually says that. Just like. <laughs> It's rumored. Yeah, they're rumored amazing. That he, says, that he um, says, fuck you to pants. Did you make it over to McFarlane at all? I tried to get into McFarlane. Um, was not happening. Not, they not they not were not happening. Yeah. I tried to uh, get in business cards, yeah. maybe something in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So here's the problem with McFarlane. Was their booth closed, Nick? They were, but a lot of them were closed off, to be honest with you. Like, I tried getting into Lego, could not do that. Oh, that that's never. Yeah, I mean, if you if you yeah, you'll never get into Lego. But was it closed off like that? Yeah. Because usually, usually the McFarland booth is an open booth. No, it was kind of can move totally through closed it. off. No, it was. Time? I would say it's it was about maybe four or five car lengths, maybe give or take long. Oh, that's actually wow. bigger than it, was pretty, it used to be. It was a pretty decent that's size. I thought three times their normal size. Well, it's. Be, I was curious because it's because they got the DC license. Right from Mattel. They, they got what they? DC? They did. Yeah, didn't they get the DC license from no. Mattel? No, Spin Master did. So what did I thought? McFarlane. I thought got McFarlane did of, get some sort of DC Mc, license. Then McFarlane got some sort of DC license. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they definitely did. If, if well, why haven't we talked about that in the news? Because I didn't hear. The, I heard Spin Master got it, which was the news. Because how on earth does Mattel lose a line? Here you go. To Spin Master. Here you go. It came out of Toy Fair. Um, a licensing deal between McFarlane Toys and Warner Brothers Consumer Prod- 
products isn't limited to just Harry Potter. Um, in a pre-Toy Fair announcement, the toy manufacturer and DC Comics uh, announced that McFarlane is going to produce what the company calls new 6-12 to inch ultra-posable action figures. The new figures will be available in stores beginning in 2020. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So I thought Spin Master got that license. No, I, I think I think you are right. I think Spin Master got the master license from Mattel. This must be some sort of other collectible license. Okay. So um, interesting. I tried to get in there. No luck. Well, well now it makes sense because normally their booth is wide open and you can see yeah all four of the Walking Dead figures yeah. they're going to put out this year. It's three Walking Dead figures, a small diorama. And then like a halo shelf. Yeah, exactly. And then like and then like no, they also look, have Stranger Things now. Sir. Yeah, and then ooh look, medieval spawn six hundred and thirty seven. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This, this time, one, this time this only three of the arrows are broken off. Yeah, only three <laughs> of the arrows are broken. Off. Yeah, and Violator is no longer oozing green blood; it's now uh, blue blood. Um, and they're up to three points of articulation. So that's oof. right. Yeah, it's it's two two of them. Two, two of them are the fact that the base removes and there's a peg for each one. Um, but anyway, so... Oh, oh, gee, did you see the pictures, uh, the Cryptozoic pictures? I did. I, I see did. a couple of things with your name on yep. it there. And, you know, I love uh, I love the Cryptozoic. They've mm -hmm. got a great bombshell nice license. Um, they've got a great DC license. And 99.9%, .9%, I think, of their DC stuff, not the bombshell stuff, but they're like realistic DC stuff, mm -hmm. if that's a way to call it, um, is is all sculpted by a very good friend of this show. Is it? Yes. Jean Sejean. Jean Sejean. Yeah. I love that Jean guy. Jean. Jean Sejean. Jean One of the nicest dudes ever. One of the nicest, most talented dudes, like, ever, ever in the history of everness. Yep. It's true. And we butcher his name every chance every, we get. But he, but, but he knows that we love him. Because every time no, I does. see him, he is always really nice to us. He's always mm -hmm. just a cool dude. Um, yeah. I've been a fan of that guy for years. We've been friends with that guy for, since McFarlane. for fucking years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so since way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I liked about Crypt, what I like about Cryptozoic is that they do have some unique takes. Like one is those hand sculptures that they have. Mm -hmm. Now it's up to three. They have Joker, Harley and Batman. Yep. Those they are looked really and interesting. They honestly look and, better in person. Yeah, and actually the Joker one is interesting in that it's actually there was a watch company. Do you remember this, OG? There's a watch company put out a Joker watch that had a little stand with it that looks just like that hand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I have a feeling the idea generated from there. Yeah. But who knows? But they've definitely taken the idea and they've expanded on it, so good for them. They're also doing all the Rick and Morty board uh, 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 games of any type. Tons oh, of oh yeah, games. tons of them. And now they have Tales from the Citadel coming out. Yep. Um, and what are the other ones? There's the Pickle Rick game. Guess who's purging now? Yeah. They did. And they also did the Meeseeks box and the... Um, I think there's another card game. Yeah, the deck builder. Uh, what you call it? Uh, it's like the Jurassic Park parody. But oh, yeah. Anatomy Park, right? Anatomy Park, yeah. 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 So... Uh, and they're all apparently they're all really really good games, so you should definitely check those out. I, I already sold like uh, a few of those at the store, um, somewhat recently. So from, so people are uh, digging them. 
Um, one question though: Have you guys dealt with Super Seven before? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Super Seven has the Masters of the Universe license, mm -hmm. um, as well as some other cool stuff. Yeah, they're good people. Reaction. Super Seven. They reaction. Got reaction back from Funko. Yeah, yeah. They had uh, Red and Stimpy, Toxic Avenger, Conan, Voltron. Uh, what? Else. And those I'm missing some obvious ones. Those Ren and Stimpy figures, Hellboy. Hellboy. Those yeah. Ren and Stimpy figures coming from Super Seven, if I'm not mistaken, were sculpted by the Horsemen. That could be. I'm I'm fairly certain that that is the case. I mean, that they have are you are you allowed to say that? Yeah, I I mean, I think I learned about it from Corn oh. Boy on his Facebook page. Oh well, then <laughs> yeah, that go. would be okay. Yeah, yeah they know they have um, a lot they, of nice stuff. They're between... doing. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. No, I'm just saying they have like a lot of good stuff. The, the Hellboy stuff looked really good. The Ghosts and Goblins, um, Planet it's like of the Apes, Planet of the Apes, uh, Street Fighter Two. Definitely a lot of stuff I would want to have stocked in the store. Um, yeah, I like um, I like the folks over at Super Seven. They're just good quality good looking stuff from yeah. from afar. Brian, they're I good people. I didn't see the uh, I didn't see the pics. Uh, for Ren and Stimpy, I'll have to look a little harder to I, find them. One of them was Stimpy and his little fart. Remember that episode, Son of Stimpy? There's a magic oh, yeah, nose yeah. goblin. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's a bunch of oh, wait, silly stuff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. No, they looked, they looked really, really good. I like the way just the colors popped. And, excuse me, and of course, they had like the giant bobbleheads with the monsters, and they had the Halloween buckets Yeah. as well. The Halloween buckets look actually really good. Yeah, Real they're... Good they're good people over there at the Super 7. Yep. Uh, one other thing, just uh, kind of throw something very random out there. Uh, there was a lot of, I thought, interesting board games. Uh, one of my favorite companies, uh, Professor Puzzle, I believe it was a UK company. Okay. Um, a lot of their stuff was just cards, wood-based games, very little plastic, which I just thought was kind of cool. Uh, and they had, just in general, there's a lot of escape room games. And they had the Escape from the Grand Hotel game, which was like an escape room slash murder mystery. Oh, nice. Um, the the artwork, the flow of the game looks really nice. It looked like kind of very Great Gatsby-esque kind of style to, okay. to it. And uh, one of the best things about it is the fact that they said, I believe he said it can be played like 12 or 15 different times with different endings oh, and different gameplay. So it's, so it's like... not a murder mystery game where you're one and done. There's a lot of replay value. It's kind of like Clue in Escape from Escape the Room. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And I thought it was the nicest looking. And there were a few other ones which were, I thought were pretty good from other companies. But I thought this one by far was the nicest looking. And one of the last ones I actually got to see at the uh, toy show um, that I think is worth checking out. Very cool. I, I would buy this for my house again as well. Very cool. All right. Um, we are running long on show and short on time yeah right oh well uh, i guess that joker is just oh no sit there for oh no nope. one more week no it certainly is not we're gonna do it right now all right oh wow so this OG is the, is determined this is the sideshow this is not from toy fair but it is here in the studio this mm -hmm. is the sideshow premium format humongazoid mm -hmm. joker statue size my car Right now, this statue is not based on any particular artwork. Is that correct? But it's stylized like a classic Joker. Yeah. Now I, I'm actually looking right now to see which one it is. Okay. <laughs> because I'm not even sure myself which one it is. Um, but I can tell you this: uh, uh, it's actually the, it's the second or third one that they've done in this scale. Right. And. Um, I believe this one might still be available. I have to look and see. Give me one moment. It one is still moment, available. Please. 
It is still available. Still available. Oh, all right. You sure that's the right one? Well, unless it's a different sideshow website I'm looking at, but yeah. <laughs> Exclusive, limited edition, and um, $192 a month uh, with payment plans. So. Yeah, I think the total price on this one is $620. Uh, $640. $640. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, oh, uh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty insane looking. It's, it yeah, this great. is actually the one um, where he's on sort of this insane pogo stick. Yes. Yeah. And he has a, 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 a variety. He has at least two different heads. The, the special edition has two different heads and two different hands. One hand has oh, a yeah. cake in it that said he's a jolly good Batsy. And uh, inside the cake, there's a lit piece of dynamite. Right. And it's kind of a more classic head. And then there's a, a bit more of a really super deranged head. It's all cut like, up and bloody like and that scarred. One. Yeah, a little yeah. dirty. I like that one more. Yeah, and it's um, uh, it has a gun with it. I'm trying to get a good picture of it so I can describe I, it. I actually, oh, I actually think it, I like the not deranged head more. Really? I like the classic head. Yeah, the smile looks more iconic to me on the clean head. Right. I like the deranged one, but I think I like the other one more. The um the gun that he has is kind of a Tommy gun pistol, but it has a smiley it's kind of like the barrels jam through a smiley fish. Yeah. So that's really really unique and interesting as well. Yeah, I, I think. like that too. Um and yeah, and did you look at the pogo stick? It's sort of a deranged baby head. Baby head pogo stick. Um the effect on the base is uh, like laughing gas. Right. Like as if the pogo stick is just, you know, dropped down into a sort of a hovering bit of uh, laughing gas. And, well, it I mean, looks overall, like, it's just a fantastic It looks piece. like the pogo stick is breaking some sort of like panel or disc and the gas is escaping up from underneath it. Um, Could be a uh, a manhole cover. Yeah, he also has what it is. he also has a little Batgirl plush hanging off the front of his jacket. That's a seal of justice. Yeah, he's got a uh, he's got a cup of chug on the side of the pogo stick. Yeah, it has a cup holder. Yeah, it's got a uh, carved heart with H and J in it. The um, the is that Batgirl or Batman? No, it's Batgirl. Is it? I'm reading it off the Sideshow website. Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking at the photos. That's why I'm asking. Because um, it doesn't look like Batgirl. Um, but it makes more sense that it would be Batgirl because I think it's supposed to be indicative of like... Right. Um, has a Batutsi. Yeah, it has that. Right. So on the control panel of the pogo stick, it has an 8-track player with the Batutsi 8-track in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I see that yeah. now. And the head of the pogo stick is a carnival head game, like the kind you would shoot in to inflate the balloon on its head. Right. Um, a Gotham Courthouse Seal of Justice. Um, is what's being broken. Is what's being broken. Mm -hmm. And uh, the bottom of his shoes say, Your Face Here, imprinted on the soles. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's a fantastic, cool-looking piece. piece. Yeah. Um, they don't have an apple shot here, OG, but I can just imagine, okay. by the way, you're complaining about the box, that this thing has got to be humongous. Really? Oh, there is an apple the fourth, shot. It's the oh, fourth wow. picture. Yeah, it's really big. It's 25 inches high, yeah. 17 inches wide, and, and a foot deep. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And it's, it weighs 
it weighs 47 pounds. <laughs> I don't see how it weighs 47 pounds. <laughs> but I yet don't it does. see it. Yeah. 47 pounds. You don't see it because you didn't lift it. No, I understand that it's heavy, sir. What I mean is, I don't understand. You're looking at it, right? Yes. Does that look like it weighs 47 pounds? Yes. It's, oh, okay. It's a big box. Right. Yes. No, I meant the picture, sir. I mean, if you look at the piece, uh, the picture of the piece. Yes. It doesn't look like it should weigh 47 pounds. It's heavier pounds. than my son. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it's probably, it's probably ranking right up there. Yeah. So, so anyway, go over to sideshow.com, uh, sideshowtoy.com, right. and check it out over there. It's still available. Payment plans allow you to own right. fine collectibles like this and allow you to pay them off a little bit at a time. It was a limited edition uh, piece of $750. Total retail price was $642. The smallest flex pay play pan they have um, looks like, it, at this point, is only three payments. Um, it's a non-refundable deposit and three payments. So you so can that, still get it if you want. That means it's in stock. Because Correct. usually that kind of price tag, you... You have several payments, but usually right. when they come in stock, they eliminate that down to three. Usually, that is correct. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's a gorgeous, beautiful piece, and uh, I'm sure that you can't wait to get your hands on it. <laughs> I already have mine. <laughs> well, yeah, but I have my hands on it. You don't have your yes. hands on it. I understand. Is, is all I'm saying. Um, and speaking, uh, and speaking uh, 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 of your son, OG, I uh, I have to say that. You know, become more than a little concerned about my position uh, on this program, okay? Uh, because I've checked out Second Generation Geek. Yeah, he's a funny kid. So if you, uh, you know, if you want to hoot and a holler, that's right. Go over to Facebook and uh, check out Second Generation Geek over there. You can actually look. Just go to secondgenerationgeek.com too. I bought the. I bought oh, the you did, domain. You did get it. Yeah, and it's it's pointing to the Facebook page. So oh, well, there oh, you go. Very yeah. cool. So you can definitely check that out. And and look, really, what you're looking at is the future of this program. It could be. It could one be. one younger guy, one older guy. You know, in case you know, right now it's me, the younger yeah. guy, and OG, the older guy. Uh -huh. But uh, soon, what the hell am I? Soon, maybe you know. <laughs> The other guy. <laughs> now you have that role. <laughs> guy most likely to leave in a few years. Oh. <laughs> OG, OG and the kid. That's it. But uh, uh, look, he, he comes into the office. He sees all the production equipment that sits in the office. Computers and microphones and mixers and wires. And he wants to know for him now. what it is. And he wants to be involved in it. And, sure. you know, it seemed, like a, it seemed like a fun little project for the two of us to tackle together. Why the hell not? That's right. Might as well draft them in now because, you know, Nick isn't going to live forever. <laughs> all right. Well, look, with all of that said, I think I hear the wrap up music ramping up. This is an Whoa. extra long episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Clock that is some retro wrap up music. Yeah, it is. I like it. Clocking in at a, at a whopping 150, uh, 150 minutes, an hour and 15 minutes. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Most importantly, and not last for mm -hmm. certain, is patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff in order to get um, all of um, the bonus content, live streams when Instagram works, um, you get the show early, um, all sorts of good stuff for joining up over there. Access to the Discord room. It's a lot of fun. It helps support the show, and we greatly appreciate it. 
on social media, you can find myself at GeekStuffOG on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook. No, All not Facebook. Everywhere. Not Snapchat. That's about it. How about yourself, uh, Big Kev? Kev GS on uh, Xbox One and uh, BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And again, I'll plug secondgenerationgeek.com. Make sure you're checking it out and telling your friends about that one as well. Thank you, thank you. And Mr. Monty? I am uh, Monty's Mayhem on Twitter, and uh, I deleted Instagram, so uh, yeah, just Twitter. So there you go. So with that being said, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close, episode 529, uh, the one we called And the Winner Is, to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying, Troll the Respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. The future is bulletproof.